Welcome to the X Factor Files podcast. Hey, it's Daryl and Philip, and we have the Avenging Hour. Yes, you that's our name. I'm the wow. Avenging, and he's the Hour. <laughs> I'm Jason. I'm John, and we're here with. Um, uh, now, Philip selected that we review this one in our recording lineup, so um, there was no strong preference really from any of us about which one to do in terms of which order. But you, this spoke to you somehow. Um, <laughs> he wanted to save this one for last out of all the ones we've done together. Um, it is Doctor Strange, Sorcerer Supreme, Annual Number 3. I kind of liked it, maybe, and that's why I wanted to do it last. Is I it, don't know. Is it because of Killian? I mean, hunk, but also maybe fun powers. And I like the, the tutelage part. So we have um, Jeff Isherwood writing and doing breakdowns um, and different finishes by two different people. We have Dave Simons and Alfredo Alcala. Um, and someone named Ovi is doing the colors for the main part of the story. I love a good one name. You know, Ovi. <laughs> you know they know what they're doing. Yes. Um, so to start off with, there are several references to Doctor Strange being depowered, but he still does stuff. He's, volu he's voluntarily depowered, which makes no sense. So I was also reading in the 1990s, Doctor Strange, Sorcerer Supreme. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> what happened here is that Doctor Strange, you know, usually does all the rhymey spells. Yes. And so all of those people he rhymes to, Agamotto and... and uh, Faltine and all of them they were having there was some kind of extra dimensional war and they all wanted him to fight for them because they're like you've been calling on us for years you owe us oh and, and so the only way he could get out of going to 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 fight in this trans-dimensional war which was supposed to take like 150 years was if he forswore ever calling on them again so it's not that he can't do some magic, it's that his powerful magic, which comes from the long rhyming spells, he can't do. He can't so, access that anymore. Exactly. So he can, find... He can, but he won't. So that's the voluntary part sure. of it. He's I mean, voluntarily, he and he's trying to figure out some way around it. But it, yeah, yes. And this is a, a weird part. This is a weird time for this book, because it doesn't really have a writer. Roy Thomas had been writing it for years. He leaves. Len Kaminsky comes in just long enough to depower Doctor Strange, and he leaves. And I think Jeff Isherwood ends up writing this until Rise of the Midnight Suns, when they're like, okay, we need to actually give this book a direction. Shoo. Get out of here, Jeff Isherwood. Oof. <laughs> you oh. did the best you could. Now leave. Yes. Thanks for filling in. See ya. Yeah. That's rough, because it seems like, oh, here's a character that just went through a whole bunch of stuff. Good luck with this mess that I've left you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, Roy Thomas, famous for um, taking some titles and doing things to them in yes. the 80s and 90s. <laughs> yeah. um, not, not really helping. Though yeah. I didn't, my memory of his Doctor Strange is that it's actually not bad, but that's a memory that has not been reinforced by any recent rereading of these issues. Um, perhaps after you finish all of the Avengers of all time, um, you can move on to all the Doctor Stranges. And it's, it's, I mean, he's it's a on, member of the team, so he's in the remit. Yeah, it's on a docket. It it might be one of those special episodes that we do. Oh, I think it'd, be, it'd have to be a two-parter, though, because he's been around for so long. And has had a yeah. lot more issues than Moon Knight. Yeah. Anywho. Oh, sorry, uh, before, so I want to I talk about the yeah. cover before we get into the issue. Like, do yeah. these two guys go to the same tanning booth? 
<laughs> I've never seen two human beings look so orange. <laughs> are you looking at the electronic that is this the marvel unlimited yeah it's, yeah it doesn't look that bad oh my god you're right it, it oh, doesn't no. oh it, we have a lot of light washout um, but still, but still yeah they look like people yeah the marvel they're, unlimited they are orange so there's obviously some um bad recoloring which can happen i feel on marvel unlimited and that's why you're finding this it means that they have recently included this in like an epic collection or an omnibus that's yeah. how we're getting most of the old content on Marvel Unlimited is sure. when they're digitizing things to sell it. The so, weird thing is, though, it's just the cover because yeah. then you flip and he's, they're like normal colored inside. That's really unfortunate. Oh, I was going to say he's more orange on the big splash page. Like he's oh. he's very he's peachy. Not, he's not Hulk Hogan level orange, <laughs> but he's definitely like some shade of pro wrestler tan. Mm. And appear and built, and he's just very confused in the splash page because there are these. There's a green reindeer man. Green reindeer man. Yes, we'll find out who he is later. Um, a wait. purple lady, and then uh, a blue, blue dude, bearded dude. Here, suit. Is that is here suit the right word? Her, her suit. Her suit. Her suit. Her, someone yep. that's hairy. Yes. Yes. yes her and suit. he's got little horns. And um, they're talking to him. They're like, "We're not here to plague you." We are your strength. And he's like, get away. And the name of the issue is The Curse of Killian, or the name of the story that takes out the majority. Yes. There's a lot happening. I have two notes, so. Yeah. <laughs> this shouldn't take too long. <clears throat> two notes on the whole issue or just on that yeah. page? No, two notes on the whole issue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so one of them, uh, one of them is just semantics, so. <laughs> uh, Philip, run us through this story. So he's on the street. He We find out that he and his sister were taken in by these folks who turned out to be like mafia type guys. And they're pimps. Yeah, so they turn her into a a drugged out escort. And he's some sort of runner. And yeah, I, when they first, they introduce us to this first guy whose name is Cranchuck, uh, I think, this old guy with the cigar. Yeah. And, I thought that this was like a take on Oliver Twist where Killian was Oliver and this guy's like the artful Dodger and he's collecting kids to like run street drugs for him. And then we find out later that this whole corporate thing and then that kind of made me sad because <laughs> I thought Oliver Twist was a much better metaphor than just, oh, <laughs> sleazy CEO guy. I mean, I do. I sort of was in that same vein of like collecting urchins after yeah. having off the parents. Um, he finds that's happened a few times. So he is running through this literal whorehouse. He's looking for his sister, right. and Weasel, I feel like, is a name that I've seen before. Yeah, it's a character in DC. He was in the new Suicide Squad movie. He's mm. also Deadpool's uh, friend, Weasel. Yeah, one of his room housemate yeah. kind of guys. And he was in one of the video games that turned out like, I'm going to work with the good guys. Oh, wait, I'm still a bad guy. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, um, maybe in the second Ultimate Alliance. Yeah, I think so. He so, finds his sister after like going into other rooms. He's busting into rooms and he's like, sister, sister. And it's like and an old dude, like really drugged out on the floor. And uh, another one, like there's some dude putting his pants back on. Yep. Um, And the sisters there are like, Weasel, you promised you'd give me some. Don't run out. And this guy's like, you come with me. We're going to get away from this place. Like... We're going to build a new life for ourselves away from the mafia. And this dude pulls out a gun and shoots her. Yep. Yep. And uh, Killian 
catches his sister and one of his tattoos activates. Now, okay. Jason. Here's Jason my no, here's my first note. Yeah. Here's my first note. First of all, those are not tattoos. No. They have depth to them. Those are he's been branded. Like they're, they're not flat ink in the skin. Those things are all raised up all over his body. And I want to know like what happened before this first page of this issue. Where did these things come from? Why does he have a horrible haircut? Where does he go to the gym? Because <laughs> the guy is red. <laughs> like, like I don't understand anything about this character. Okay, so boy oh boy, this is gonna say so much about me again. But oh here we go. I kind of like his haircut. What? I don't know <laughs> what it is about it, but there's something about the shaved head on part of it. And... It's not even shaved. It looks like someone slipped when they were trying to trim it. There's just like lines <laughs> oh. cut in it. And also, when Killian blows up the building from the outside, it's not nearly as pronounced as what Colleen Dorn was doing in the Guardians of the Galaxy annual. But again, Killian has, he's serving up some cake there. Oh, um, yeah, he yeah. is. I, I, I mean, there's something about him that I think is, on many panels, kind of attractive. Although I am a little concerned because his costume is apparently what he wears on a regular day. Well, and I'm not sure who wears these clothes out. It's not a costume, though. He's just a guy. Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> it's it's his costume, but this is just what he wore on Tuesday. He's homeless, isn't he? <laughs> and I don't understand that. No one would wear this. No one's going to wear puffy really pants a... tucked into their boots and a, and a sleeveless hoodie. I mean, I was around <laughs> in the 90s, and I don't remember that kind of that. Kind. I certainly didn't wear this. Of course, I didn't have I didn't have those arms. Maybe I would have. But then it's his sister. Looks like she just got off her job as a secretary. Like she's got a button-up shirt on, and so he's carrying his sister's body around for like five pages. Yes, which is weird. So he runs out. Like the dude, the ghost with the beard and the little horns makes the gun explode um, from the mafia guy. And, And and then the deer one is like, "You must finish the kill." And he's like, no, I'm just going to run out with with my sister's body and instead of going to a hospital. Um, but <laughs> the find an alley so to put power, her. he uses them to blow up the building. Yeah, so each of these, what they're calling tattoos, like illuminate right before one of his powers activates. Do any of your tattoos illuminate? I am not the illustrated man. Can you at least get me some coffee? You have coffee on yourself somewhere, don't I you? I do, it's right there, yeah. Coffee <laughs> and donuts and beer and pizza. Oh, I Sorry. will save my question about tattoos for later. Okay. <laughs> um, and so he blows up this building, and Doctor Strange is like, "My senses are going off." He, like, yeah, or a Jedi. Something is happening. Oh, there's this giant gout of flame in the, on the horizon. That must be he, it. Yeah, he sensed a disturbance in the force, and mm-hmm. that disturbance was a huge pillar of flame that you can see from a window. Now, now let's he, point out, John has already told us that he's not allowed to invoke any of these characters' names to get their powers. But when he sees the Puma Smoke, the first thing he says is, by Faltine. Yes. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> Did, I, want the, I want her to pop in the next panel and be like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we had an agreement here coming and? with me. I don't know if you guys watched uh, the show Warehouse 13, and it's probably after. Where yeah, I'm in. Off. Yeah, I'm in second season, I think. But I love that to fly out of his window, there's some sort of, like, goopiness. A purple jelly. So he doesn't break the window. He sort of, like, goopifies through it. He flies through Welch's. And in Warehouse 13, there's, like, someone's ink. Like, Mm. one of the cartoonist artists from Hanna-Barbera. Like, you spread some ink on a thing and you can reach through the wall. Like, it's on. Interesting. It was serving that sort of vibe. And I appreciate the lack of building destruction. It's giving me grape. Well, I feel like his 
Sanctum Sanctorum has special abilities, like he does things to shield it from normal view. So maybe that's just part of the incorporation of but you would illusion. Think that, you would think he would just phase through it, right? I like, thought he was going to be in his astral form. Like, why does he need to be in his physical form? And can he? Because he needs to do form? a swirly on oh, the right. flame. Yeah, he needs to swirl the flame. He has to do the swirly you on the flame. You can't do the flash like swirly thing if you're not not there physically. And yeah, he he knows how expensive building repair can be. Yeah, <laughs> he's lived there so a he, long time. Yeah. Yeah, so he gets there, so he flies a vortex, um, somehow dissipating the flames, but I still don't think that's how fire works. I, I mean, everyone knows that the way to stop fire is to add more oxygen to it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, he fanned the flames, they went out. Um, and then he figures out that there are some mystic energies coming from this scrub that John thinks is attractive. And okay, but the side, the shaved hair on the side does let you see one of the tattoos that's on his skull. Is that a tattoo? I just thought it was a bad hair job. I just thought yes. it was a bad coloring job. I thought that uh, on this page, it looks like it's just like someone razored a shape into his hair. See, look but at on... that. Those those are clearly not tattoos. Those are like scars. Yeah, they're yeah. But on one of the pages, it's pink. I don't know. Maybe that's okay. a shadow. Anyway, um, Doctor Strange comes flying in. He's also got some leprosy going on on his forearm. Those are his gloves. Yeah, those are his gloves. That's, that's the pattern. leftover. That's some <laughs> leftover Kirby crackle there. Yes. <laughs> oh, poor Doctor Strange. He needs he needs some. Uh, I don't know what you do for leprosy. Probably not anything, but it takes care great. of itself eventually. They, the, those gloves are. Look like they were made out of I, human skin. They look like his actual. Hands. I will. I will. I will show you the Marvel Legend action figure where you can see the glove. They're better. they're usually a little more yellowish. Oh, yes, they're they're usually not um, Hulk Hogan flesh tone. <laughs> yeah, they're not the same color as his face usually. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Killian. I feel like I just can't say anything anymore. Kill, I messed that up. So Killian is um <laughs> getting defensive. He sets down his sister's corpse. Um and activates a tattoo to give Doctor Strange a swirly into the air. Um, so and... what I'm gathering is these tattoos are elemental based. They yes. seem like it because we've got fire and we have wind fire. so far, which makes sense when we figure out who these. I don't. Are. I don't want to see the tattoo that shoots liquid out of him. <laughs> I don't know what what that's gonna look like. But we get there. Um. <laughs> So Doctor Strange is like, wow, um, I can't fight this. He's powerful. I I <laughs> I want dizzy. I want him on my team. And then he lands, but Killian's already gone, leaving his sister's corpse on, on a sidewalk. <laughs> Wait, that corpse looks like a mannequin, right? Like yes. it's posed. Oh, Rigamortis has set in and <laughs> That that's a big old trope right there. Oh, this woman only exists to die so you can have some character development. <laughs> right. Oh. He was they fridged her real mm. quick. Um, so uh, he's down in the sewers and talking to the voices, talking to the voices as you do. Um, saying people do that. I mean, in and the sewers, sure. It, yes. And they are just egging him on of like, here are all these people that wronged you. I don't know. Doctor Strange is trying to find him. Meanwhile, he's floating above. Well, the voice is like, you can get revenge on all these people for all the things that they yes do to you. go go do it killian and do what he does 
he shows up at this corporate office where all these high-priced call girls but they are know, based out of they know him the security guard is like oh hey how yeah. you doing are you are you here for delivery like go on up whatever. yeah christy does not like tattoos um where did they come from why does he look so angry oh it's fine everything's fine the security guards like killian's always been such a quiet kid and i'm like there is nothing in this annual suggest that this guy has not always been a raging crazy person i mean he bursts into how many buildings with armed guards and just starts yelling at everyone around him i find it hard to believe he was some sort of shy retiring young man also when's the last when's the last time they saw him because that one girl does comment oh he's got tattoos now i it took me years to get all the tattoos that i have i don't know this guy just got them all in one day i got the impression that they just sort of appeared overnight for him yeah they're magic tattoos and you insist that yours aren't (laughs) (laughs) but i'm telling you they don't know their magic tattoos regular tattoos would not you it would take weeks to get that many tattoos they they well they are surprised Aren't they? But I don't know when they last saw him. Was he just there yesterday and now he's covered in tattoos? I, that'd be a little questionable to me, too. Yeah, I think it is something like that, where if they appear overnight, because that's why he was so confused. Why are all these tattoos? Why are these voices in my head? Here's another example. Like We talked about this with the Guardians of the Galaxy, where if someone would just stop and explain, like if these ghosts that are talking to him would be like, hey, man, hold on a second. Okay, so what happened is you've got these tattoos, <laughs> because, but they don't, so he's like a crazy person now. <laughs> It's true. It is so true. Um, we have some um, guards coming up with guns. I appreciate female guards with guns. Yeah, it's like a whole like brothel thing in the this top penthouse thing, and the dude comes out in his swim trunks, like in a towel around his right? neck. Is there a pool there? There is. And did he just go in, or he just came out? He he just emerged. But yeah, he's like, I'm getting revenge. You all are awful. And he's like, nope, I have guards. These women come out in their big guns. And he... Uh, he drops the elevator that they just walked yeah. out Yeah. But they like, survived. Don't worry. Uh, I like, they jumped out I like Philip's time. dialogue better. <laughs> hey, I'm here for revenge. <laughs> <laughs> and and the, the dude is like, we did so much. We gave you a family. And then... Um, <laughs> then we then murdered he, it. He bursts <laughs> through like he grabs this guy runs through the door to the pool where there's a diving board but a very small pool like i i don't know if it's safe to dive it's like the pool in the love boat it's tiny and seems so so impractical but there's always people in it and around it (laughs) Uh, very small he he uses his wave tattoo to uh, um he's giving this guy a swirly yeah literally (laughs) like a swirly in the mouth and um dr strange is like aha i found you i sense the powers and luckily it's a penthouse run women run <laughs> um and yeah, these poor women are just trying to make a living they're trying to make a living they're probably enslaved actually i, was gonna say, I think they're forced into trying to make a living yeah. <laughs> um dr strange is trying to get killian under control he zaps him yep i, I like the 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 finger, finger action yes dr strange's finger actions um the battle uh, it it's going pretty well for killian he escapes and one of the gods is like jump off this building and he's like uh i don't know <laughs> that's when you start worrying about the voices you're hearing yeah come on man do it and it and she's like and the winds will carry you and he's like i don't think they're going to i've been <laughs> 
cool story, but I don't think I'm going to try that. Um, and uh, Doctor Strange gets his cloak to wrap up Killian. Yep, yes. that's a thing. And uh, and then the, the gods appear. They introduce themselves. We have uh, Morrigan, Queen of Battle and Death. Who we have met in other comics. She makes a lot of appearances. Tyrannus, yeah. King of Thunder and the Elements. He's serving some Zeus. He is serving some Zeus. And then we have Cernanos, God of the Hunt, who is our naked deer man. Yeah, that's I mean, a little weird. a human torso looking. Yeah, I shouldn't be attracted to a deer man, but I sort of am. So <laughs> he... Uh, he's in his other realm lifting weights um, and doing crunches as deers do. Um, and Doctor Strange, did he invoke someone? He, oh it, no, it's just a spell of entrapment. Yep. It's, it's generic. He's not using the brand names. <laughs> and, uh, he, and he's like... It's off-brand. Off-brand <laughs> entrapment. He's like, leave Killian alone. And they're like, we can't. If we leave him, he's gonna die. And there's an oath that we took. Like, what happened to this poor kid? <laughs> Was he yeah. sleeping one night and these things just showed up? Uh, they're like... The backup story. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're gonna get there. Um... And uh, Killian's like, I don't know if I've been blessed or cursed. I'm going to accept my fate. Um, he bursts sort of free of the of the cloak. Yep. And Doctor Strange is like, well, then I will teach you how to use this in a productive way so you're not evil anymore. And he's like, God, do you have any problem with this? And they're like, no, nah, you can teach him. Like, we have <laughs> like, no strong preference. It's not going to change our lives. Yeah. Um, here, we're still getting something out of it. Here's a flaming stick go at it um <laughs> here's a burnt matchstick have fun <laughs> um and then we go into the origin of killian with the the secret of the oath is the title of this story so dr strange takes killian home here's here's my orb of agamotto so, it's so fun agamotto did so many things he has so many things named after him. he has an eye he has an orb um Achillian stares into it and they are transported to where the stick came from. It's when the Romans were killing all the Celts. It's very Star Trek holodeck. It, it is. <laughs> um, what, so one of the few remaining people is trying to like save the stick. You, and, oh, you mean the Celts that were being murdered? Yes. And his and Achillian's like, but his arm nearly severed. Very grisly panel. For there's a, there's a Roman soldier hacking, yeah, this, this poor old man. Um, but he staggers over to Moira. Um, his name is Talizan, and she's like, Oh no, like, uh, it, grasp my staff, Moira. And she's like, <laughs> Yes, husband, I will. Um, <laughs> odd request at such a time, but here we go. Uh, <laughs> I say that every morning to my wife. <laughs> uh, odd request for when our kid is dead at our feet, but um, if it's your last wish, and it's one of those like we 
are the last two we need to preserve this thing yes um the centurions off to the side are like oh there's another one i bet you can't hit her with an arrow har, har, har. <laughs> and then they do and, and she dying. announces ah we're dying which is you know what you yell out when you're <laughs> it's very barbara allen um and she's like no we refuse death at the hands of our enemies we offer ourselves to use a sacrifice and she's calling on those three people the same three gods yes and um Vengeance. and they make them crispy real quick um See, it was are... a matchstick they go up in flames <laughs> yes <laughs> And there's not even any ash like it is they are totally and totally consumed um uh, so uh, everything's gone and then killian comes out of it he's like wait this staff is the same as the staff in the vision and wait i i i have to like revenge them or something and dr strange <laughs> is like yep um you do and i'll teach you secret skills and then he's like, wait, you still didn't explain how I got these tattoos all of a sudden. And then and they're, they're like, like, shut up, we're moving on. <laughs> and they're like, never mind, catch more in issue number 54. Um, <clears throat> our backup story to go very quickly through it is a dinner with Mordo. Um, Doctor Strange is having dinner with who? Is she, is she Sarah? That's his business manager. Yeah, Sarah's his business manager. She was a big supporting character throughout the Roy Thomas run, okay. and even before the Roy Thomas run. She's is, is she an alien? She's, she's a Native American, which <laughs> which is why she has red skin. Which is why she's pink. Oh, sure, sure, yeah, pink. Is this Ovi's coloring? Person. It's problematic. That's that's rough. The colorist Paul Beckton. Paul Beckton, we see you, and uh, we're not yeah. happy with you. <laughs> um, because you know they don't they don't style her or dress her stereotypically. Yeah, so it would, she doesn't have Danny Moonstar braids or anything. It would be nice if they would not color her. Like yeah, she's an Asian character in 1950. Yes. Um. So they're sitting down, and uh, Doctor Strange has a a, a spell magic TV. Is a magic TV to so eat so back up. I think we're missing the important part okay. here. So it starts off with this, um, like I guess like a door to door salesman who keeps showing up at Doctor Strange's door, and Sarah keeps sending him away, being like, you know, stop bothering us. So he's Doctor Strange is going to teach Sarah a, a lesson now about people coming to your door and needing things from you, and you can learn something from them. Yeah. Um, he is really nice. He has trapped Baron Mordo in some sort of realm. But he does like transport him some nice supper. So sure. he's in a nice little chair too. And I, yeah, and I, Baron um, Mordo is trying different stuff: uh, tentacle monsters, hypnotism. That's a whole genre. Your um, typical Japanese stuff. Yes. <laughs> tentacle monsters. <laughs> um, mesmerizing. Baron Mordo is like, this is really frustrating. I don't want the spaghetti or wine anymore. He, he's Ex doing these things, and Doctor Strange is like just eat your salad um i noticed that baron mordo tips over his table after his plates are empty though so he may have wasted his drink but he made sure to get his fill it was like that all you can eat pasta oh he, he joined the queen plate club yes he, <laughs> which is he a gets dessert that's a bad move that's a that's that's a, a a novice move because then he tries to squeeze his way through the tv and if you eat all that pasta you're gonna get stuck like winnie the pooh only halfway <laughs> out of the tv 
but he must have he, he got notes from how to join the clean plate club from asta yeah uh, yeah she uh, that bun bun knows how to put away some hay um and her, her <laughs> she cleans that saucer and uh, they're like oh baron mordo you're so silly sarah you know what you can do just turn him off well it's more complicated now um, like, is it yeah right is it <laughs> i know so like dr strange has already planned for all this stuff to happen like he knew what Mordo was gonna do he had all these defenses set up except for him coming through the tv and then strange is like well i can't do anything about it but right, you can spell that has somehow been taken over by Mordo, which feels like it shouldn't be a thing like if you put your spell out there shouldn't you be the only one to do something about it exactly yeah and but I don't know why, Mordo, why the remote control comes into play. It's kind of silly. And why Doctor Strange couldn't push the button on the remote. Like, Sarah had to do it. Right. There is a dedicated off button. It's not a power <laughs> button. I mean, it's actually lit it's up, like apparently. The Zenith, like, cabinet TV. I mean, we were, growing up. we were all in the 90s. Like, this remote is definitely one of the ones with glow-in-the-dark buttons. I also feel like this TV that he carries around and puts on the table wouldn't have a remote. It would have a dial on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's too small to have a remote. Yep. And some, and some and you, have to you have to click to VHF or UHF as yes, well. Yes. Yep. I don't remember doing that, but I do remember the dial and like it lighting up orange when you got it centered just right. Oh, yeah. No, so that there was the channel you wanted. Yeah. Um, For the VHF or UHF that we had in the basement, my grandparents um the outer ring controlled one of them and then the inner ring was the other one so like the higher numbers like your channel 29 oh. would have been separately controlled then you'd have that to was, switch over yeah that was the uhf one and when you turn that yeah. dial it clicks so much more because there were so many more numbers on it, it was like yes <laughs> oh so anyway baron mordo he's dispatched he's gone yeah and he's like, I learned persistence from Baron Mordo because he keeps coming after me time and time again. And that's, that's how I was so victorious. We get some pinups because it's an annual. So they needed a few more pages filled out. I mean, Clea looks good. She does. He's about to stab someone. I, I generally like Jeff Isherwood's art. He is not really known as a writer. You know, for some reason, mm -hmm. and and really, when you read this, the dialogue is very basic. It feels very yeah. someone that doesn't write a lot, uh, but he does a ton of penciling and inking, and I generally think he's really good. So, what did we think about Killian? Ugh. He's a character that <laughs> he's a character. Uh, um, it happened. At least that he can be used, which is more than we can say for Raptor. Some, oh, poor Raptor. Um, <laughs> or the Guardians in that, like, time, in that very future thing. I guess they have a whole thing, but... Not really. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's in their own <laughs> little universe, though. Um, did, Does Killian show up again? He's just a bit Killian, he, he does. Like a, in like the same series, issues 54 through 59 and 77 and he was most recently in two issues of fear itself the fearless in 2012 really huh. um and at that point he has somehow fallen into oblivion was found by modred and brought back mordred like king arthur mordred uh, kind of red not oh, mordred. Oh, only one R. it's missing a letter yeah yeah it's missing a letter modred um, the mystic and, and his tattoos have now changed. They are now in animal forms. Hmm. So oh. he's the the illustrated man from. Uh... So he can turn into animals, or he can create animals, or he like it's they unclear. come up with him. It's very unclear. 
Um, or it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, and that At, was 2012. So 2012. He has not been around for 11 years. And um, out of all of the characters that we have talked about, um, I think he's the one that has been around most recently. Yeah, because I mean, like, it, everyone else, like as you go through the where what happened to this person, they're all like, "Oh yeah, they had like four issues." Yep, that same year, and then yeah, Dark Darkling, um, from New Warriors was in New Thunderbolt sixteen. That may have been more recently. Hmm. Um, I don't, I don't even know who the Thunderbolts are. Oh. There are some omnibuses. Oh, oh yeah, read those. That's a good story. Hey, that's oh no, sorry, that starts out as Kerpusi, then it becomes Fabian. Again, yes. yeah, he writes them at like issue twenty five. I think he takes over. Mm-hmm. He takes... Warren Ellis eventually writes. It's them so funny. I think of that as a as a Busaic series, but Fabian wrote more issues of it, a lot more issues of it. Oh. so Killian, I think, I, I think he is definitely a character created by the writer and kept, just like Fabian Nicieza sort of kept darkling in his stuff um we have isherwood really taking ownership of this character and no one else having interest well i mean mike gallagher did the same thing with with Pichulin, right isn't he the yeah. only one that yeah well is that that they took control of this character or is that that no one else wanted <laughs> yes. to use them? yeah no one else wanted them so but at least there's like a legitimate potential with the character to be in other things if they need like oh we need someone with mystic abilities yes and they can drop him in yeah so they did bring him back for i'm sure it's minor parts in those two fear itself issues i i can't see him playing but i do feel like if you gave him a makeover you could bring him back and he could actually be i honestly of all three of these characters i think he has the most potential out of the three we we've gone over yeah yeah Yeah. for sure um i you're not having like an overview episode of all these 93 annuals where you bring in all of your uh, other guest star people and we have like one big panel and talk about we should maybe we should (laughs) i like that idea. if if you're not like i feel like we should just talk uh, are we are you putting these out in the order we've recorded them in i am not oh let's not surprise listeners So we've made comments already about the other ones that we've read, and you're gonna no, put them I, I out can. Of order. I, I, I'll put them out in the order. That we I mean, I'm assuming you just are gonna hit shuffle <laughs> on all of the things you record, and then you're like, eh, you know, they land where they land. I was just curious if we if we wanted to do any kind of wrap up of the annuals in general. Like, do any of these characters over what? How many annuals were there? Twenty. Uh, I think it's twenty six. Are any of these characters still around? Uh, Legacy, who is Genus Bell. Oh, okay. Um, I always forget him. I just he got rebooted. We had talked about, um, we just did an overview episode of Moon Knight for our Avenging Hour podcast. It was like an extra episode kind of off off the, you know, chronological Mm -hmm. issues. And at the end of it, we talked about um, Jed McKay's run, who's he's doing the current Moon Knight, Mm -hmm. also writing uh, Doctor Strange currently. Fabulous series. And we talked about... um, bringing back characters that you wouldn't expect like uh, moon knights now in the midnight mission and it's the house it's the house of shadows from 1964 that stanley and steve ditko had created and i just thought it'd be funny if at some point someone's going to grab some of these characters from 1993 and put them on like a team and they're going to show up in one of these books and people are going to be like who the hell are these characters i I have it like i would love to uh write a proposal and submit it to marvel for some of these characters like exactly like you said when i was considering 
the concept for this season of the podcast, I was like, a lot of these folks are not around a whole lot anymore. Like, what if? Like, it's one of those bonkers universes, like set it in its own pocket universe and have them all get flung there from 1993, like right after their first appearances, suck them in there. And that's your sandbox. And these are like these are like the heroes of that that dimension. Yes, <laughs> I mean, or villain like there well, are villains. Yeah, too. yeah, Great was a villain, and I guess he ended up with his own country at some point. But um, but if you were building a team, like you've got Killian for the Mystic, you've got Raptor. <laughs> yeah, you have Raptor for the anger. Raptor uh, for the panic, the sheer anxiety that he would <laughs> contribute to that issue. Darkling, um, who you got the Irish Wolfhound from Braun and like you, a brawler, and you have Darkling, who is sort of an anti-hero. I would say, like for you teleporting know, skills and for like goopy skills. Goopy skills. Goopy. Every team needs a, needs a goopy guy. It's. I mean, it's it's you it's it's you have a strong guy, a psychic, and a goopy guy. Some sort of elemental. Yeah, goopy's good. Yeah, yeah. Like you, I'm sure there's more it's power funny. sets that could be dropped in to have a well-rounded team. Just out of the 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 five that we're aware of, between us, the the two Avengers ones that we've already covered, and the three that we've done with you, I think four out of those five characters are based on angsty things, which is <laughs> such a '90s thing. Oh yeah. Other than you know, they're all going to. The so when one. I'm when I'm writing all these characters, they're getting sucked to this dimension, and then they're going to have a great party with Zima served, like <laughs> just coolers of Zima. Um, it's going to be the most trope-tastic Marvel miniseries <laughs> that you've ever read. You know, I mean, you know nothing ever stays gone in Marvel. I, uh, certainly Marvel by the Month talks about it a lot on their podcast that, you know, uh, someone will bring these characters back eventually. Somebody's going to be reading yes. one of these old annuals and, and see potential in one of these and be like, yes, I'm snatching them up. Who knows who that will be or for what? The new Moon Knight Rogues Gallery. Well, he needs one. So, yes. Hawkeye also needs a rogues gallery. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's got the death throws. I mean, what are what is better than than dangerous jugglers? <laughs> I mean, that's 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 all the rogues. I mean, there's five members, and that's all you need. This guy juggles saws, and this guy juggles flamey things. Yeah, all you need to escape them is you know a car. <laughs> Super juggling powers. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Where can everyone find you to bother you about all of your hot takes? Oh. <laughs> Every week on the Avenging Hour podcast on your favorite platforms, you can email us ridiculous questions. I don't mind answering them. Uh, avenginghour at gmail.com. And you can comment on the posts uh, that we put up on Instagram. Uh, our account is at the Avenging Hour. And you can find us at X Factor Files podcast on Instagram. Um, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, fellas, for coming on, chatting all about Doctor Strange, Sorcerer Supreme. For the education that those are not leprosy spots, but actually gloves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anything to help. <laughs> uh, and we will catch you next time. Take care. Bye. Mm -hmm.